The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Masarowski. President Biden back in Washington after his wartime visit to Israel. But it was a shorter trip than planned, cut short when Arab leaders canceled their Jordan summit with Biden in response to the deadly hospital explosion in Gaza. Ian Panel says the president is walking a very fine line. President Biden made it very clear again when he stood next to Prime Minister Netanyahu. He said to Israelis, you know, in your rage, don't you know, don't be consumed by your rage. That, you know, he felt that America had made mistakes after the 9-11 attacks, that the response needs to be carefully calibrated and, and proportionate and that civilian casualties should be uh, avoided. But it's a terribly difficult line to walk, being a solid ally of Israel and trying to reach out to the Arab world. The president tonight makes a primetime address to the nation about his trip to Israel. Well, back here in western New York, local Jewish leaders working to not only comfort people impacted by the sudden war, but also help others understand exactly what's going on. WBEN's Tom Puckett here with more. How deep are Western New York's ties to Israel? It's deep. Rob Goldberg of the Buffalo Jewish Federation. In Israel, everyone knows someone who knows someone, and everyone's been affected by the horrible uh, tragedy of October 7th and the subsequent war that is now going on with Hamas between the Israel Defense Forces. And there's so many ties to Western New York. Goldberg says so many in Western New York's Jewish community have loved ones either living or studying in Israel. He says the Federation brought people together the day after Hamas's attack to say prayers and comfort each other. Goldberg says he's getting support from state government as well. We met with the governor, several of us, in a, in a private session on Sunday, and uh, she has been a stalwart in terms of support for the state of Israel and for our community, and we're grateful for that. You know, in the end, we all feel blessed to live in western New York and to live in New York State at this point in time. Goldberg says there is misinformation on the war. Hear more about that online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Tom. A third vote will happen today in the U.S. House as Republicans try again to get a speaker elected. Jim Jordan got 199 votes yesterday. That's less than the first time. And it marks the first time in 100 years that the majority nominee has gotten less than 200 votes. He added two Republicans but lost four others as the infighting continues. Kevin McCarthy, among many lawmakers who are blaming the logjam on the original eight Republican lawmakers who helped to remove him. You got crazy eight led by Gates with every single Democrat voted to shut down one branch of government. Who would ever think that was the right thing to do at any time of the year? Some moderate Republicans are considering passing a motion to expand the powers of Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry. That way he could bring legislation to the floor and lawmakers could get back to work. All right, we'll be watching what's going on in Washington, another day of chaos. Meanwhile, after 18 long years, some closure for the family of Natalie Holloway. Joran Vandersloot, the man long suspected of killing her, finally confessing yesterday that confession part of a guilty plea in a federal extortion case where he was accused of demanding $250,000 from Holloway's mother in exchange for information about her daughter. Andrew Dimbert has more. Vandersloat, seen with Holloway at an Aruba casino hours before her disappearance, says the two were later kissing on the beach, but then Holloway denied his further advances. When she needs me in the crotch, uh, I get up... uh on the beach and I kick her extremely hard in in the face. Then Vandersloat says he found a cinder block on the beach and bludgeoned her. I decided to to take her and uh, uh, to put her into the ocean. I walk up uh, 
up to about my knees into the ocean, and I push her off into the sea. Her body was never found. Andrew Dimbert with the latest of what happened, uh, really hard to wow. hear, but after almost 20 years getting some answers. Back at home later this morning, Erie County Executive Mark Polencars and County Executive Candidate Chrissy Casilio will have their first one-on-one debate of the election season. WBEN's Max Ferry here with more on what to expect when the two hit the stage. St. Joe's Collegiate Institute will once again serve as host to another local political debate. As this Thursday morning, we will see Erie County Executive incumbent Mark Polencars take the stage next to his Republican challenger, Chrissy Casilio, for the first time to debate and discuss the issues of Erie County. Will Polencars secure an unprecedented fourth term as executive, or will Casilio prevail? We spoke with political analyst and strategist Carl Calabrese on what he would advise Chrissy Casilio to do going forward in the debate and campaign. She's got to put forward a vision that she would pursue uh, if elected that's much different than the vision that he has pursued. You know, when you when you look at executives, they fall into different types of categories. And, you know, there is a category called the, the, the caretaker, the manager. That's Mark Polencar's day-to-day manager, not a visionary guy. And then there's what's called the entrepreneurial leader uh, who has a big-picture vision. I think that's where she's got to come down. What will Polencar's have to do to win this debate? If you ask politicsandstuff.com's Ken Cruley, speak to what you've been doing and what you've accomplished. I think that from Polencar's point of view, uh, he'll be talking about about services and for financial stability. I don't know that there'll be anything coming from the other candidate. It takes two to have a discussion like that. She hasn't done anything to really get into the issue, so I'm not really sure how that discussion will go, but Bolton Cars will have plenty to talk about, about his record and the services that have been provided, the taxes and finances under control. You can hear the full debate at 9.30 a.m. today, and you can hear it live right here on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Max. How important are debates in your decisions on who you vote for? It's our WBEN.com web poll this morning. Very important, somewhat important, not important. Right now, 59%. The biggest blocks say not important. 24% say somewhat important. You can check in with us at WBEN.com. And uh, 9 o'clock this morning. Here are the debates uh, here on WBEN. Well, town leaders in Orchard Park putting the brakes on plans to trap and kill a beaver or beavers at Birdsong Nature Trails. You can never really be sure with those things. The beaver has been responsible for damaging trees, flooding the walking trails earlier this month. The town approved a trap and kill plan to address the problem, but that was met with strong public opposition. Parks director last night said they've decided not to pursue the contracts agreed to a few weeks ago and now are exploring more humane options. Would you make? I mean, you are uh, an Orchard Park resident. I and actually, actually, I go to that nature park all the time. Have I, you seen I, the, the yeah, beaver there? I've seen them. There's, there supposedly could be 15 or more. <laughs> I like how I've, no I've one really a, has an idea. No one no, really knows. There's I've, like one, one problem, one of the bunch, and the rest of them are going to be punished. It's probably it could true. Be that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a few. I can say that. I. Uh, but you know what? My thought is, they were there first. The beaver were there before they made that a nature trail. Were they? They were. I think they were. Okay. It I, was. It was always a wetland, and then it yeah. became. There was a neighborhood built around it, and then they put this park there. And I truly believe that the beaver were there first. I said it yesterday, I was talking a little bit about this, I uh, really think 
that if they just uh, drop the and kill from the public uh, part, like, hey, we're going to trap the beavers and uh, get them out of there. Everyone would be okay. No one would. No one it's would the said. kill part. They were a little too honest. Yeah. <laughs> with the, with the, what they said they're going to do. Um, just, you know, learn a little political speak is what I was saying. You know, get a politician in there and they'll yeah. tell you how to answer these questions. Like, oh, what are you going to do well, once you trap the beavers? Well, you know, there's many options of what we can do when we trap the beavers. Um, you know, we can, there's, uh, we're still looking into that. It depends on what happens if and when we do catch these beavers. Well, is killing the beavers an option? Well, we don't want to say without knowing for sure what the options there would be. There you go. There's, there's a lot of ways you can kind of spin that around and not be as harsh. <laughs> I think exactly. Oh um, man, but it was that's the word kill. Uh, now, yeah, I hope you like them because it seems like they're there to stay. What happens to beavers in the winter, though? I think they stay. Go into hibernation. Yeah, uh, hanging out, or are they pretty active? I don't know. Uh, beaver text line eight zero three zero nine thirty. Your exclusive WBEN seven weather forecast: little sunshine this morning. Clouds will increase this afternoon with temperatures in the low to mid sixties. For tonight, rain showers are likely with overnight lows in the mid-50s. Friday, scattered showers near 60 degrees. And then as we head towards Saturday, we'll keep it cool and unsettled with temperatures in the low 50s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Dan Marin is joining us live from Israel this morning. He is an Israeli businessman who goes back and forth between Israel and Buffalo. Dan, thank you for joining us. Uh, I want to start with how you have been personally affected by this war. Uh, You were here in Western New York when Hamas attacked Israel, is that right? Yes, on Friday, uh, on Saturday morning, basically it was Friday night, I was in Rochester. Um, I have three kids in the IDF. I have four kids total. Three of them are right now serving. One is uh, in the elite forces in Israel. Uh, The other two are also in combat units. And also, uh, my older son, before he got called in for reserves, he was at the Nova Festival Music, which terrible things happened over there. Yeah. Um, Like I said, yeah. I want to start there. You you mentioned one of your sons was at this festival. When did you find out? Did you put the pieces together of what was happening there and then that your son was there? And then what did he tell you about what happened at the festival? Well, 5.30 Israel time, which is 10.30 uh, Eastern time, I was at my uh, hotel in Rochester, and I was talking to my son. He was talking to me and saying he's in the festival. Beautiful people, good music. They're having a good time. They were waiting all the, you know, the sun was about to rise. Everybody was having a good time. And I went to sleep. He uh, sent me a couple of videos. An hour later, my wife calls me on the phone, terrified that Israel is under attack. Especially, especially there's rumors that all the people that in the party are being right now basically shot at and uh, massacred. Um, and about that started, I think at 6.20 or 6.30 Israel local time. At 7 o'clock, 7.15, my son was able to uh, call me and tell me he's driving in a car. He saw you know, horror things. He saw bodies all over the place. He saw, you know, people, not people, terrorists, ISIS, basically shooting at uh, Israelis, innocent Israelis at the party, butchering them. 
I don't know how. I really don't know until today how he got out of there. Um, after 45 minutes, an hour driving and trying to get out of there, he managed to get away uh, outside of that zone and uh, be safe, thank God. Unbelievable. Have you seen him or was he called up right away? No, he made it back home. Uh, probably he got home around 9 a.m. Um, with a couple of his friends that were in the car and managed to get away. At 5, 6 o'clock on Saturday, he got called in for reserves. Me, I caught a plane from uh, from United States, and I got here only on Monday morning as fast as I can. So up to now, I haven't seen my son for about three weeks. And, you know, it's part of life that we live in. Um, it's, it's sad. It's just sad that innocent people get slaughtered. You know, we're doing nothing wrong, only going to a festival, music, and trying to enjoy life and have a good time like any human being should. You mentioned uh, you made the trip back. You're in Israel now. What was that like, uh, being able to fly back to Israel? A lot of those flights were uh, canceled. Um, How is the travel into Israel? Are people able to access their families if they were away? Well, all the foreign um, companies, basically, carriers, airline carriers, uh, I think, stopped. Are flying to Israel. There's one Israeli airline by the name of El Al, which fly in India, uh, flies always to Israel. So you can still go back and forth, I guess, if you really want to, from Israel to the United States. Again, the whole country, when you land, really, the whole country is in mourning. I mean, it's, 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 the atmosphere here is awful. People, you know, after hearing all those things that I don't know if I can even repeat them on the radio, um, I don't know if people understand what ISIS is. These are, ISIS is little kids next to what Hamas did to the Israelis. Okay, it's, it's just it's things that the human mind can't even comprehend or understand how people can think about doing those things. Even if you see a horror movie, it doesn't even get close to what they did to young kids, women, you know, young girls. Everybody, whoever was in sight, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, 90 years old, two years old, nine months, doesn't matter. You're, you're going to be slaughtered in the worst way. It's not, you know what? Shooting somebody and dying is probably much better than what they did to any person that was in their sight. Wow. That's how bad it is. It's, it's, it's just barbaric what they did. Dan, your your world has your world has changed so much. Um, how concerned are you right now for your family and for your country? Look, we're a strong country. We've been through through a lot of things, the Jews and Israelis. Okay, uh, I don't think, but this is our nine eleven. You have to understand, this is really our nine eleven. It's even worse than nine eleven because. If you compare statistically to the numbers of people that live in Israel to the number of people in America, it's probably 30 times more of 9-11. But people, you know, even people, and I'm not a politician, I'm not talking about left, right, but even people that thought that you can make peace with Gaza and make peace with those people, they understand that that can't happen. It's, it's impossible. You cannot make peace with barbarians. You can't. They have one thing on their mind is to annihilate Israel 
and just wipe it out. They'd be happy when we're all dead in the ocean or dead underground. That's all. That's, that's what they say. People don't believe them. They, they say it out loud, and we think it's a joke. It's not a joke anymore. It's reality that we face every day. We cannot let this happen again. It will never happen again. Yes, there's a lot of questions that will be answered, but right now we're at war. We have to win, and after that, we'll have to, you know, some people will have to answer the questions that are going to be tough questions. How did this happen? Well, Dan, thank you for being with us this morning. Dan Marin is joining us live from Israel. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.